Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, you. Hello to you. Well, it's not goodbye, is it? That comes at the end. So it's got to be hello. Okay, after telling everyone uh, who the hell would buy a new car, I used to have a joke that you'd lose half the value of the car as soon as you drive it off the full corner into a tree. <laughs> Bit of fun. Um, anyway, I always used to think who would buy a, f- a nice car the way that I drive? That would be crazy. Anyway, I bought a nice car. Also, it's electronic. Electronic is it's very, it's one of the latest cars. It's got all the electronic gadgets. No, it's electric, stupid. Okay, so that'll be me. Beep, beep, toot, toot. Okay, so anyway, now you know everything about that, which I really wanted to get off my chest. Oh, do buy my book. I've really tried hard with it. I think it's actually very good. I think it's the best thing I've done. Anyway, it's available now. Please, can you buy it? I have done all these podcasts for bottle you might say so if you've enjoyed the podcast you'll like the book more because <laughs> i'll tell you this and i think i put a lot more effort into the book <laughs> the podcast and i mean that with love and respect today i'm speaking to nick mohammed what a nice guy and it's your lucky day because he's doing mr swallow the best and worst of mr swallow it's at the duke of york's theater in london's west end and that's the 5th to the 9th of september and they will get snapped up because he's one of the best live performers you'll ever see um, and one of the nicest guys you'll ever not be. Um, anyway, I had a lovely chat with Nick Hamid, and here he is now. I said hello, and you, I said lovely outfit. It's yes. a pink ensemble. And I said that on the way here, someone mm. asked me if I was going to see Barbie. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> which is a great stuff. And you haven't seen it, have you? Cause which, you I, which I've not seen. Because you don't, you like to prefer to watch the one with all the guys in, don't you? I, yeah, I, <laughs> I, will, I try not to see anything with women in. Yes. Um, and it's very difficult to avoid. I mean, don't, Ed, don't take this out of context, anyone. <laughs> don't, don't screen grab this. Um, I haven't seen it. It's more a question of, can I get away with watching that on the smaller screen? Because You're an fine. evening out to the cinema, is it- having little kiddies mm. is, um, is, a, is a real treat. So I have to be very picky and choosy about what I go and see. So I, I think I'm probably going to see Oppenheimer. Yeah, because that's got a lot of boys in it. Because it's, yeah. it's all about men and it's mainly men in it. <laughs> yeah. Men yep. who dragged us into the war. Yes. I've seen both and I would say... No, actually, I'm not, I don't want to say anything negative about... Um, they're both lovely pieces. Yes, people's work, isn't it? Have you it? seen Oppenheimer? Of course. Ah. Of course. I'm an absolute film buff. I'm an absolute you, cinema head. You, and, and, like, amazing? Yeah, pretty good, but I would say you could shave 14 minutes off it and still be good. Oh, is it a, it's a three-hour one, isn't it? It's a sort of kits and sort of style. Sort of kits shaving. and compare. <laughs> it's like sort of kit, kits and comparing, like an opening. His shave opening. a bit off, boy. Three hours. <laughs> and now your first act of the evening. He's very good. He is yeah, brilliant. I love great. kits. But um, I think comedy shows should be 45 Someone, someone has famously said, haven't they, that the, the Fringe and things like the Fringe would benefit a hell of a lot if everyone's shows were 40 minutes. Yeah. Because you could charge less. Yeah. You could do all your good stuff. Get home sooner. People would see more. Yeah. Get home sooner. 
it's an idea. It's an idea. I just feel that if it's a slippery slope, <laughs> then you might as well just sort of not do it. <laughs> do a quick turn. Yeah, not do well, it. Yeah, not do it that's at all. That. That's, the, well, that's, that's the ultimate fringe, that's isn't it? That's why I'm doing this. Yeah, lovely. You, you're not going How much to... are you charging? <laughs> are, you, are you in the fringe guide? <laughs> $12.99 for an Instagram story. <laughs> Take it or leave it. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Sam Campbell's doing that. Isn't he doing 10 minutes in the grand? He is, isn't he? That's He's so in 10 funny. minutes in the grand and his ticket prices reflect that. So I think it's like 2 99 a ticket. So I think he That's wants to sell it out. So but he funny. says the 10 minutes is like brilliant. That is so funny. I wanted to do a bus tour as Swallow as a show and still might possibly do it one day, but it, it, it practically it's impossible. But to, to have a bus sort of pull up outside the pleasant sort of get everyone get like with a mega foot like shout scream people's names yeah. before get them on the bus yeah and well, that, you know then, their names <laughs> say again well you know their names no i'll just scream names. i'll just try and get people to come on and then just get instantly stuck in traffic yeah um but oh, it, it's like the good. bus door from hell that's basically great. or then or then and then i at one point researched into what it would take for me to get like a driving license so i could drive a coach yeah but not tell anyone i'm sort of telling everyone now but not tell anyone that i'd done it and then at one point just taking over sort of the driving of the bus and the, the audience oh, jet, like especially great. like bombing it down the A1 or something, just sort of just going 60 yeah, miles an yeah, hour. Yeah, 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 kidnapping everyone. Well, yeah, pointing yeah, stuff great. out. I don't know, it probably would be dangerous, wouldn't it? I, I was... think I can drive a coach. Legally? <laughs> I'll, surpri- I'll surprise you here. Legally? I think it's on my driving licence. Oh, did you I... do a special? <laughs> you can drive a minibus, can't you? Up to, yeah, not I... you, one can. I yeah, think yeah I think I can license. drive a big minibus because I got my driving license so long ago. It was in the day where they gave you a, mo- they didn't give you a motorbike. They're like, motorbike. <laughs> here you go, you'll need this. But um, I remember seeing your comedy shows. Mm. We do say comedy, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, mental health pieces. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before I started comedy, and I could not believe how good they were. Oh, thank you. And Which think, one did you see? Oh, i seen like th- two or three okay. that I couldn't believe didn't get the award at Edinburgh. Oh, bless you. And I think you couldn't believe it either. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, like, no, but you did one. One was this intricate magic thing. And maybe this was when I was doing comedy. It was so intricate. It was so yeah, it was amazing. And I was like, how is this not nominated? And I think... You even said in the show, how is, like, you know, it's a joke, like a throwaway thing. Oh, I think thing, I can, I'm allowed to say it as Mr. Swallow. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, I absolutely agree. It was oh, God, insane. I, I hope I didn't say that, but even as Mr. Swallow, that's a bit. I no, might have said, as a joke, every comic says it. When I think, the nomination's I think maybe, out, I think it was maybe on, on, the, on the Wednesday when they come out. Yeah, everyone does it. Like, I've done it. I think I've had a couple of those fringes. It's probably quite vulgar to talk about this stuff, especially on the day of the fringe opening, right? Oh, yeah. When we're recording this. Good luck to everyone. Good luck to everybody. <laughs> See you at the end. <laughs> uh, I just hope that you're all looking after yourself because it's not a nice ride no, sometimes. Horrid. <laughs> Horrible, man. Turgid. Um, I actually love it. And, all, Do you? And, and weirdly always have. Like since first going up, which was, I mean, I first went up with Footlights in 2004, but then I did my first solo show the year after in 2005. Went every year until 2010 and then did every other year up until 2018. And you um, like it. And I do. It's an odd thing. And don't get me wrong. It's not that I've had like a blast every time I've been up. There's yeah. definitely been, not tons, but like two or three of those Edinburgh's where I thought, ah, no, the show's not quite right. Or it's not quite, you know, it's yeah. just not quite gone the way I'd wanted it to. But I still, I don't know, there's something about the discipline of it. There's something about... 
even when your show is not quite right, you do come to the end of it and think, okay, now at least I know why something is not. And and even to be fair, as recently as 2018, I would say I made a very big mistake in that in that 2018 show. What was it? it? The mistake I made, and this was a Vanishing Elephant show. And don't get me wrong, it wasn't a bad show. Like it was, it was fine, and I really enjoyed doing it. It was an out and out magic show, and it was the first first one I'd done. Uh, since doing the musical, so I'd done like Dracula, and then I'd done Houdini, oh, yeah. Yeah. and and I was maybe going to do another musical, but I thought oh, I'd just have a break from it and just do a solo show again. And um and the biggest mistake I realised was that well, aim doing magic shows are really difficult because yeah. magic is just quite <laughs> difficult. Yeah, yeah. Imagine. Um, the t- the two mistakes, well, three actually. One was I didn't preview it at all, and and I don't, and I've and, and since twenty fourteen, I'd never previewed before Edinburgh. Really? Well, because because what? the musicals were all um, they were basically theatre pieces, so we just rehearsed like a, it was a play. So we'd rehearse every day in July with a director and choreographer, and 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 then you sort of present your goods. So it was like it was rehearsing a musical, really. So you wouldn't really. I wasn't really able to take the material out of context and gig with it like yeah, I'd done yeah. for previous shows. But for a magic show, I should have probably just done gone back well, to doing that. Well, get the cards that. out, give them a get shuffle. Get the cards out, give and, them... You know, so just say, pick a card, any card, Practice that sort of thing. Practice the sleight of hand. Don't just, <laughs> yeah. don't just think it's real magic. Uh, and then it's yeah. going to work on its own. Yeah. But, but yeah, but literally the, the mechanics of even just getting people out or knowing where people, or, or that people might end up, saying different things to what you kind of want them to. So all of that, I thought, oh, I, and, that, and that was a small thing. But the, the biggest one was realising that I can't be the consummate host, which you sort of need to be as a magician yeah. because people need to pay attention to what you're saying, sort of say the tricks work, because they need to follow the instructions yeah. in a way that they... So they need to pay attention. But I then can't do that and then play the fool, which is Mr. Swallow, oh. at the same time. Like, they really fight each other, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I don't know why I didn't... Clock, Clock that, it, and yeah. then I realised literally from day one of putting it in front of the audience, like, oh, oh I they have to sort of the audience have to sort of, you know, uh, see sort of two sides to me. They have to be sort of almost the Nick Mohammed side of me, which is like, oh, now you need to do this, and we all need to come up here, and you need yeah. to stand there, and can you sit there, and can you read this, and you do, and then the Mister Swallow sign is like, oh no, don't do that, which is sort of you know the kind of clumsy side, but I couldn't be both. So how do you do and it? In, well, I I just sort of had to sort of navigate it, but it wasn't. It just didn't quite work in the way that I think the ensemble shows have worked where I have, um, you know, something else is driving the show. Usually Mr. Golds or the machine of the show is we've got to put on the show. And, and Mr. Swallows is constantly on the back foot. I couldn't do that in that magic show because I had to be front first. Yeah. And, um, and then the other big mistake was calling it Mr. Swallow and the Vanishing Elephant. Sorry, I did have an idea for you. Paint yes. half your side one thing. White. Yeah, half your side and one black, yeah, brilliant, brilliant white and pitch black. Just an idea. So if you do want to take that forward, let me know. I will, know. I will. What should I call the show? Yin and Yang? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, and then just to finish this, I'm not that it's interesting for anyone, but just because it started on this path and I just sort of ranting, venting I'm, some old Edinburgh rights from five interested. years ago. Um, and then the other thing... Well, no, the point, the main point I'm making is, is that you're never, never too old to make mistakes, which I kind oh. of like, because you're always like learning. But the other big thing I realised was that up until then, and, 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 and it's still true now, for all the Mr. Swallow shows I do, they often kind of have a, a central idea that feels like Mr. Swallow is the absolute worst person in the world to be doing. So if it's a lecture on how to improve your memory, he's so distracted and can't remember stuff. And then it always ends with, oh, but actually he can, because I memorise a deck of cards. Yeah. Or, 
the musical is like, well, he can't do a musical. And then it's a musical, the Houdini water thing. It's like, well, he's never going to do the water tank because surely he would never really, really be able to do it. And then it ends with the water tank. And then calling the show Mr. Swallow and the Vanishing Elephant, literally the opening line of the show is, elephant in the room, we haven't managed to get one. And the curtains open and there's a big empty cage on, on the stage. But 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 the but the realise... So the audience are like, funny. oh, yeah, 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 okay. But the audience are then waiting for a payoff for Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously yeah. the payoff, like, I can't really then make an elephant appear in the Pleasance. Well, have you thought you know, about dressing up two friends front and back? Well, I, I then dress as an oh, elephant okay. for the end of a show. So there was a sort of semi-payoff, but it wasn't yeah. imp- as imp- it wasn't impressive in the way that it really kind of needed to be. Yeah. It sort of had, I'd sort of flipped the sort of maybe format that people had sort of got used to. So I realised that... But then they maybe, see you half uh, face... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, that, that's a really good payoff. Cuddle club. Cuddle club. Cuddle club. I think that's enough. You put so much effort into your shows and do you ever think I can't be fucked? But I, you know what? I just like seeing, I like trying to do stuff that I'd like to go and see. So I would like to go and see someone do something death-defying. Like I'd like yeah. to see someone <laughs> do something that I know has taken them ages. to. Like I've always referenced this in <clears throat> previous interviews, but like Torval and Dean. I yeah. love Torval and Dean. Yeah. Just the amount, the sheer amount of effort to watch their what, like one dance, say it's four minutes or three yeah. and a half minutes, to what to, to to see something that is the pinnacle of someone just work, like dancing on ice. Yeah. To like to do something that is so fundamentally difficult. I'm not by any means suggesting anything I do is like that, but like well, all that difficult. But, but hard. To, to do what they do, you know, it's so physically demand like they're yeah. just the the stress and the sacrifice. I love that. It's the same with Escapology, which is why I did Escapology. And and to a degree, mind reading or something of that ilk, because you're watching a process. Oh. And so to watch to witness a process. Right. Okay. It's the struggle that is the thing that's the, the mind reading. You've got a chance to do mind reading now because you have five questions to guess what I'm thinking okay, about. Okay, perfect. So we're gonna see <clears> if you can dive mind straight read. In. Okay. So um okay, so I'm thinking about it now. Mm. Uh you've got five questions to guess w- what it is. Is it smaller than you? They come in different sizes. Is the one you're thinking about touching smaller than you? It's probably... They're all probably smaller than me. Is it a living thing? No. Um, has it been made by a human? Yes, very much so. Mm. Yeah. Is it edible? Nope. Mm. Final question. You could just go for it now. Well, no, I, what I'd, like to, I'd like to use my question and then go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like okay. To, like it, it's an impossible game anyway. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I'm taking it so seriously, <laughs> like I'm going to work it out. Is it just like a sort of like a like a onesie and I set of pyjamas? It's corduroy trousers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought so. Yeah. 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 You lost that game, okay? Yeah, I lost it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice Edinburgh shows, but you did lose the game. <laughs> we can't... How long did it take to think of the concept for that game? <laughs> <laughs> you know when you were talking about... You think that you, you... wanted to do a podcast and then... <laughs> <laughs> you know when you were talking about how much you like when people put f into stuff yes. i thought oh dear <laughs> yeah who's that guy that that said i don't want any club that wants to have me oscar Wilde. yeah he's not saying that about cuddle club <laughs> we can't talk about a lot of the we can't talk about any of your acting roles well we were talking about this mm. just before we went on air yeah we like to say like <laughs> before that. we went live we were live as live um we because I'm a member of the Screen Actors Guild. Oh, I thought it was because you'd um been me too. <laughs> oh <laughs> as a 
That's a member of the Screen Actors Guild. Um, and the Me Too movement. And the Me Too, let's just say. Do you know why I was at that? It's because you're the least likely. Pleasant to get Me Too. Yeah, sometimes you can say that. <laughs> what does that like, say about me? I think you're just a fat and nice. This is what I did want to ask you, actually. How are you so well balanced and nice in this sick, sick Sick, seedy industry. Yeah. Oh, God, there's a lot to talk about in that. Mm. Well, to answer the question directly, partly because I have an incredible wife that's, and kiddies. That's helpful. And that is incredibly helpful. Who's not part of the industry? She is an amazing teacher. Oh. So we can kind of, and you know, we've been, we've actually known each other, God, for 20 years. Like we were at university together, but we didn't, we didn't date them. But um, so we've known each other for years, married for eight years. It's that thing of that we kind of come home and sort of share very, very different stories. So we can, sort of bring each other sort of back to reality because sometimes the stuff she's dealing with is sort of mad in the context of what she's doing and equally we know that this industry can be very mad so there's a bit of that but I've also just been really lucky that I've just got to work with people who are mostly very very nice and very grounded and actually that thing of like you know never meet heroes because you might be disappointed like I've I've been lucky and I touch wood long may it continue to me some real heroes and they've been wonderful and you think gods you know have been superstars in their in their area and you know and they're just the most wonderful people very grounded and very so nice so and yeah and I just think it just makes you feel very positive that that actually oh no you can you can be in this industry you can love it and you can be you know as successful however you you know yeah. judge was success but like and still keep a level head i mean it just feel it feels nuts i mean some of the horror and we will have a lot of horror stories yeah. to share and we can share them now like but some of the stuff that i have witnessed or heard about and seen you just think i mean how does someone get to that point like yeah. how do you get to a point where you get a taste of fame or you get a something and then and you take it you so seriously decide yeah. to change your whole personality oh, i sort of think that it must have been in there already and that actually yeah. fame exaggerates or, or you've just got a big things. crack in you and it mm. and you're filling it with the wrong things like because your value systems and yes. then you start to take it seriously because it's all like hot air or and there's definitely and stuff. this industry <laughs> and and i you know i think things are change or at least there's conversations about change which yeah. hopefully will instill change um the the I mean, I don't know about you, but I certainly felt when I first started out, it was sort of peak toxic because mm-hmm. it was, it was, you know, I mean, for, for all kinds of reasons in terms of diversity and inclusion, but, you know, mental health side, that wasn't even talked about, but clearly there was a lot of issues, but, yeah. you know, no one, you know, everyone was quite scared about talking about certain things. There was a lot of drugs, a lot of drinking. It was very alpha. It was whoever yeah. shouts loudest wins, yeah. a lot of bullying, you know. Well, that's just literally the life. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, and some telly that I'd worked on, you know, there's one particular show that springs to mind, which I won't name. But, like, you know, the and and you just, and it was just accepted as the norm. The yeah. absolute norm. And if not, the etiquette. And I remember, I remember once voicing something and and not in any kind of like sort of whistleblowing kind of way, yeah. but just sort of even just saying, oh, it's it's sort of it's strange, isn't it, that yeah, this is yeah, the norm? Yeah, yeah. And it was very much, yeah, enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> it was sort of like it's the opposite of like what hopefully people are like, you know, put your hand up, say something, and yeah. find, you know, let, let's yeah. make a stand against it. But it was it was if anything encouraged, like wow. you know, like you know that kind of bullish sort of, you know, go in there and think you're the, you know you know, create an ego, you know, ego will get you places. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, this is a podcast you can uh, take to work in a way. Eric, all this time you've been talking and we could have been hopping. Okay, are you ready for the quick five rounds? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, are you good at admin? Short for administration. Yes. Are you? Oh yeah, love admin. <laughs> I'll sometimes, I'll sometimes, I'll spend the whole day doing, like, feel really good for doing a whole day's worth of admin. Is your wife good at admin? Uh, yes. Like, like if if she like like for for work, yes. But not at the home. No. So who's renewing the car insurance? Oh me. Right. Me. That's interesting. But then the weirdest thing is, I've had to get a weird old insurance because I couldn't get. I couldn't. You get, can't get couldn't it if get, you're. Couldn't get insured. You can't get it if you're no, an because stop this word actor. <laughs> <laughs> But I can now. But we, I think one get around was to call myself a producer at one point, and now now I've got special insurance, which does insure actors. But it was really weird. It's but, so mad. It's because you're too famous. Um, well, I don't think it's that. I, I think, think it is. No, because I, Brett couldn't get insured on a motorbike or something. And oh it's yeah. Because it's like you're too like you're, it's too sexy. It's too sexy. <laughs> too sexy. It's too sexy. They're like we can't put him on a motorbike. It just become even sexier. What about his sexier face. You know, it could be. Dragged her along yeah. in the gravel. I, I was told I don't no have the same I don't have the same worries as Brett in terms of being too sexy on a motorbike. But I I was told that I because they knew I was a because they looked me up. Yeah. Like on the call, they looked me up. They were like, right, I can see that you're um oh yeah, no, you're not gonna get in Well, can't you do it on the internet? Say again? Can't you do it on the internet? No, so no, because they couldn't put profession like to kind of and there wasn't an option for profession. Um well there was an option for profession, but but I could only put actor. I couldn't like put writer or producer or something uh... like that. And um, <clears throat> but I remember speaking, and then I had to phone them. They were like, "Oh, you have to phone. You can't just do it online." So then no, I phoned them, and they said, "Oh, well, the reason why is this." And they said specifically to me, they were like, and you could see he was sort of thinking on his feet when yeah. he was trying. He was like, "Oh, well, if you're a comedian, you know, you might drive to a gig and then." tell a joke and it doesn't go down well and someone comes and keys your car that was one thing and then the other thing was like you know you might have like johnny depp in your you might offer to drive him home from a movie (laughs) (laughs) 
anything that's <laughs> ever going to happen. That's anybody want to... And, like, we don't know who else, who else you might be driving home who's oh not insured God. under your third party. Or whatever. And so it was really, it was really odd, re- like, mad reasons. This is like, people... the idea that I should say something on stage that someone might come and try and key my car. <laughs> you like, should have you seen Mr. Like, your... memorising a deck of playing cards. <laughs> send him your bloody show so he knows. Show real. I'll send yeah, him my show, show real. real. I'll send him yours. <laughs> send him Guddle Club, get a listener. Get another listener. Um, okay, that was just one of the quick fire Oh, round. crikey. Would you prefer one of your kids goes into show business or health and safety? But if she goes into health and safety, she's one of the real jobs worth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question. They oh. change for every person. You know? Oh, do they? Yeah. Well, I've got three kids, so... Oh. Just one of them is not a problem, I suppose. Okay. I I think that I quite like the idea of a really burly jobs worth health and safety. I really like that. You want your kid to be burly as well. Yeah, like a kind of a really jobs worth sort of like, no, no, you know. I mean, Be- I don't think Becca will mind me saying this, but her, like... She she was sort of brought up in a way that it's sort of, it, there's a lot of health and safety, sort of like, you know, we've got three kids because it's like if one of them's ill, one to stay with, one to go and get help. Like yeah. it's that, that's the sort of yeah, thinking yeah, behind, yeah. Yeah. behind it all. So, and um, I don't know, I quite like a health and safety. I feel, I feel very um reassured by just the chat and the kind of, yeah. the level of, I mean, don't get me wrong, I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, Finn, our eldest, is quite... He he would love to go into showbiz. Oh, really? Oh, he's clearly... He's a show-up. Like, is it yeah. in the best possible way? He yeah. likes... And he's done it like he's done a Catsters Countdown with me. It hasn't come out yet. Oh wow! He played Master Swallow, so he plays Mr. Swallow's son in That's a great. thing because he can genuinely do. He's got the memory stuff, so he can do it. Wow. He's got a proper photographic memory, so he can do it all. Wow! So we recorded one last year. So he was like six at the time. No, and he just memorized That's like insane. sixty like animal flashcards what? in a random order and just recount then recounted them in reverse order. That's incredible. Yeah, he was brilliant. Like he's brilliant, and he and That's he incredible. he said. Bear in mind he was six. And we got up to Manchester. He said it was like the best day of his life. Oh, wow. He He'll go it. into it. He did, loved it. Did you split your fee with him? He didn't get paid. <laughs> he doesn't know that side of the No, he doesn't know. It's tough out there. You've got to train him. It's tough out there. Yeah. You'll get shafted by your father. Yeah, you will. You will. <laughs> okay, last quick fire round mm. question. Magicians are not just... I've written down virgins. Yes, magicians are not just virgins. <laughs> I was going to say something sort of not maybe not maybe as crude as that, <laughs> and that's where we're different. <laughs> and that is that's where our styles differ. Actors, yeah. Oh, well, there's a famous quote. Mm. Oh, I'm going to misquote this, which is going to be called, I think by like Maslin, who was like a Victorian or Edwardian magician like hundreds of years ago, where he he did this quote where he said, "A magician is an actor playing the part of a magician." I love that. Yeah, I really like that. But you, but you're, but you're saying the opposite. opposite. Yeah, yeah. So why do you like that? I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> I, 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 I sort of. I, it's almost like I just did it as, <laughs> as a way of shooting in that quote. Um, no, no, no. This must. There must be something better than that. No, magicians aren't just. It's difficult. It's, it's yeah, really oddly really phrased, hard. isn't it? Because yeah, you're it's, saying it's what they're not. What they're not. It's sort do you remember how I could, could just the say last aren't just question. trees or yeah, something? Yeah. Just... Do, you, do you know how good the last question was? And then that one sort of brought it down a bit, hasn't it? God, I hope those people don't mind. Sag. I hope Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. I, hope yeah. Don't mind. I no, can't no, get no. a fucking visa because of that. I was trying to get a visa. Oh. And it might get in the way of me getting a visa. So who's really Oh, suffering? goodness me. I know. Anyway. The American public not going in. What did you want to do? Well, go and tour support for Brett on some, like, oh, some fun God, places. that would be fun. Just fun, you know. 
Oh, should we talk about Brad? I guess so. Oh, God, I love him. That would be such a good gig. Do you think so you he's need hunky? Of course you do. <clears throat> do you think he's hunky? Of course I think he's hunky, but I've always thought he's hunky. Yeah. He's hunky. But he's but... like, he's announcing those gigs and they're selling out like that, right? Yeah, it's insane. I gigged with him at the weekend, or not the weekend, about a couple of weekends ago, and he was amazing. Because I remember Brett saying, actually, really good advice, which was he felt he was getting like, say, four minutes for free at the start of any gig. Okay, yeah. Which is a really nice way of thinking about it. Yeah. You know, usually with stand-up or any kind of, you know, live comedy thing you got to go on you got to hit the ground you know they've yeah. got to trust that they're in safe hand they've got to really be like you know you got to grab them and tell them that it's all going to be fine basically yeah and he felt like actually he had four minutes he could do anything yeah and he would be absolutely fine and then he could get into the nuts and bolts of it and providing you then came up with the goods then it would be all all fine of course you couldn't just rely on that but when I slightly found, because I came out as like, oh, oh my yeah. God, what's everyone? Oh, oh my God. And then people yeah. are like, what the fuck yeah. is this? <laughs> like, you know, it's actually the opposite. Like, yeah, I had to yeah, really, yeah. really kind yeah. of retrain everyone. Oh like, really get, really get people, like, lead them into this sort of thing. Oh my because God. otherwise they'd be like, this is yeah. too... Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Swallow, you're doing a West End run with it. I, I am. So I've just toured. Yeah. And then it's all finishing off with a week residency at the duke of york's in september oh fifth to the ninth that's duke a lovely big theater. one isn't it it's a nice it's a nice proper west Endy yeah. one and um it'll be a nice way to put like in my head i'm saying that's the final time i'm going to be doing it i think it is no and there's some real nice material bring there, it back well, bring i can't it. because i've been doing some of that stuff for five years oh, yeah. i can't put it, it to bed put it to bed <laughs> stop it... doing it now in a way like a <clears throat> hang on mm. Like a bridge over cuddled water. I've got an idea for you. Right. It's called um, Like a Bridge Over Cuddled Water. Love it. And I'm getting my phone out because I was doing these, but no one could guess what it was. Mm. So now we've got Scroobius Pip to do it. Um, so he's going to sing you a song. Right. You have to guess what it is. Cuddle, 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 cuddle. Oh, um, Jolene. Yeah, really good. Do you want to hear the rest anyway? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You and can... what was the reason you couldn't do that? <laughs> Singing's not really my thing. Oh, I see. Yet, yet to find my thing, actually. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah. Yet to find it. Right, do you mind me asking a quite a personal question next? No. Are you romantic? I I think yes. Okay, and what does your wife think? Right. (laughs) She thinks no. (laughs) Um no, I think she I think we're both romantic actually. That's nice. I think we're both and not just romantic in terms of us romantic sort of Together, I think we're very romantic with about... other people. <laughs> no, I think we're romantic, romantic about sort of stuff. Like we're romantic about, like kind of, I don't know, even the like past. say again, the past. Oh, oh yeah, about about the past, but also like we'll see, like you know, I don't know if we like walk if we walk somewhere and it's like a nice view. Like we're romantic about oh, a view and like we'll imagine what's sort of like going on on like a farm oh. and like what well, the animals are like romantic in that kind of way, yeah. like um, idyllic maybe. I yeah, guess. Yeah, poetic. But well, yeah, I mean, it might not be poetic, but kind of like we do, we like to sort of we a thing that we often do is if we see any animals, 
mostly dogs mm. um we we then sort of um we sort of say out loud what we think is going on inside the dog's head that's nice and um and and um we even actually do it to annie actually who's not a dog she's my daughter <laughs> Um, um look that up in your book. Um I, I she like when because obviously Annie can't speak, mm-hmm. um we will occasionally sort of just sort of voice her. Yeah. Um, and it's a, and it's sort of the same kind of I, idea. Um and often it's sort of ridiculous. Like we often pretend with dogs that they've got like colleagues. <laughs> Like yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the dog will be like, oh yes, my colleague. I'm just going over here to oh, have a little look at the um. Oh yes, or if it's snuffling around, it's like yes, I just thought I'd put something down. Yes, and then it wanders off. It's like yes, I'm just going to go and speak to a colleague. And so we'll occasionally That's just voice nice. animals or even objects. I mean, we'll sometimes do it with objects. Yeah. I mean, there's been time. I mean, oh god, this is. I'm going down the rabbit hole now, which I have to stop myself because I felt like I did it on off menu and I came across as utterly mad. <laughs> But we will, I mean, even to the point of like, we will we will sometimes just hold up like a crisp mm. and like just put it quite close to each other's face and sort of voice the crisp. I love that. You're never bored then. No, we're never. No, God, yeah. no, we're never bored. I love that. Never bored. You know, you see people at couples at a restaurant and they're not talking to each other. Oh, yeah. You know, get creative, guys. Get creative. I do love that because it makes you think. God, at least I'm not there. We do nice. think that we sometimes talk, just talk, like almost too much. Like we, like there is not, like the house is so noisy. There's so much just chat, like in net, like in name chat, like it's chat yeah. that doesn't even need to be said. But um, but for when when I proposed, um, here we go. This is my ter- this is my ter- territory. I love in. this. Yeah, stuff. here we go. Yeah. For Cuddle Club, an exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> she knows, obviously. Yeah, she knows. We've been married <laughs> for a while. Um, I, so she's an amazing pianist. Yeah. Um, and um, I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't know why you're laughing, but I love that. Well, because I think I was, wor- I was worried what was going to follow. Yeah. <laughs> she's she an amazing. She funny look. Okay. She's amazing what? Yeah. amazing pianist. Yeah. Um, like proper, you know, like concert pianist, like level. Wow. She's incredible. Wow. And, um. And and we met through playing in an orchestra together. It's how we met. Mm-hmm. And um and um she also plays the viola and I play violin, so that's how we met in the orchestra. And um she uh at what at some point early on, she'd been talking about these um piano um uh, transcriptions of 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 Beethoven's symphonies mm. written for uh two pianos, so for four hands on one piano. So they're the symphonic works, but rewritten for Four hands on a piano. Four hands on one piano. So yeah, two people sat at the same, but at the same piano, rather than two pianos. That's hard. That's hard. It's, it's, it's four. So you know, someone's up here, and one someone's down here, and mm. and and you know, you can create an amazing sort of sound because it's sort of taking the whole kind of orchestral score and making it into four hands on a piano. Like, but it's you know, beefed out. And anyway, she was talking about, one, and I was like, oh, I should, I should secretly, lo-. and so I can play piano, but I learned by ear so I was never taught piano so I can only play by listening and then sort of really slowly painstakingly working it out but then mm. I then it's committed to memory mm. so then I'll sort of almost sort of never forget it if wow. I sort of keep it. it's sort of then in the sort of fingers almost like a muscle memory thing so I so I and I knew what her favorite movement was from actually the second movement of Beethoven's fifth which is a really nice slow movement so it's sort of within my abilities to be yeah. able to to learn it so I secretly learned it and then one and then it was the anniversary of us getting together, which is when I 
proposed happened to also be Easter Sunday that mm. year. It's not the same every year. And um and just put that in <laughs> just, for any yeah. Christians yeah. out there. <laughs> I do know. Yeah, it's not I do know. Yeah. And um and uh and I and I got her a little present, and the present was this score yeah. of, of this music. And I was like, oh, well, let's just try and play it. And she knew that there'd be no sort of way I could play it. And then anyway, we were playing, playing, playing. And then on the very last page, she turned over on her part of the score and said, We know. So, yeah, so that's my romantic story. That. That's lovely. And now we just do voices pretending we're crisps. Yeah. And uh, she said, She said yes. She said yes. Yeah, that's lovely. Proposed with a necklace rather than a ring. Oh, a bit different. Well, a bit different, but also just thought, I just thought thought she would want to choose, choose the ring. Let a chick choose mm. her own ring sometimes, mm. yeah. You're not going to get that right first time, are you? <laughs> no, and famously, I did then order a ring from Cornwall, which we both love Cornwall. Yeah. And it was made of like recycled sort of Cornish gold or something. Mm. And it and it arrived, and to be fair, and she's very dainty because she's pianist, very sort of slim fingers mm-hmm. and everything. She she called it. Um, I think she nicknamed it Builder's Toe Ring, right? Because it, yeah. it was quite th- <laughs> thick and chunky. <laughs> and so we did actually get that remelted, and that's now my ring. Oh right, yeah. But bear in mind that that's. My, I mean, imagine yeah. what it started out as. Yeah, 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 yeah. Small and thick, and yeah. so it was. It was just. It just looked a lot, a lot thinner on the website. Yeah. <laughs> Builders Toby. Well, you could put this music under anything. Um, okay. Um Were you gonna ask me about cuddles? Uh well, to be honest, the format of the podcast is very light. <laughs> oh right, I'm not I'm not I barely mention the word cuddle. Oh, okay. That's just a sort of a way in. Um I feel like because I'm quite short, mm. if not very short. Um, whenever I, if I was to have a cuddle or mm. a hug or something mm. like that, I, I literally, I go on tiptoe, in, inevitably I have to go on tiptoes yeah. to make it sort of not weird. Otherwise I'm sort of hugging someone. So that's not waist. weird. You on tiptoes is not but, weird. Well, then I've realised that I think it, it looks a bit weirder because suddenly I get in and then I kind of go up a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know why I'm going, and obviously I don't, I can't get up that far. I'm probably increasing my height by three, four inches. Maybe sort of stand on a chair. Before you go in, before a hug, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. So best, so best, worst, or weirdest? It's you. It's you. Oh. It's you. It's you. I guess. <sighs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> they all, all three were me in the end. In the end. Oh, I won't ask you again, but I tell you who will. It's Alan Button. That was Luke on keys, if you can believe. Alan de Button. You know Alan de Button. I know of him, yeah. I don't know him, no. I don't know him. Okay, pick Ooh, a card. Oh, this is up <gasps> your street. Like a trick. Pick a card, any card. Oh, I love it. Okay. That makes you feel at home, bust okay, my solid. Got one. So hang on. Any any side? Yeah, any side. He does get a bit serious, so you don't have to answer. Okay. What's currently not quite right about your social life? Oh, I'd love to know. Oh, that's a good one. What's three currently kids. not quite right. Well, I mean, three. Yeah, I can answer it in two words. Three kids. Um, what's cu- but that? But to be honest, we've been recently. We've been quite sociable. What's yeah. the thing? Who've you been hanging out with? Um, who've we been hanging out with? A lot of like friends from like university. We're seeing a load of friends who I know from school. Actually, mm. uh, well, two of which who I know from school back in Leeds and we're going to the Highlands together next week that's nice that they're not they've not um because they're not like professional comedians they're not a bit boring 
No, they're great actually. In fact, well, Lee is one of them who's sort of who Miss Swallow's based on. So it's sort of he's he's a baron of laughs. Oh, that's great. And Vix is like one of my oldest friends as well. So she, you know, no, we'll have a great old time. That's lovely. So they're all coming with their partners, and we'll and it's great actually because we're in. It's like we we'd booked it at Beckham. We'd booked it to go with the kids, and the, but there were more rooms, and we were like, the thing is, we'll just get scared. <laughs> we will just get scared. <laughs> In the middle of nowhere, it's literally in the middle of nowhere yeah. in the Highlands, and it'll be beautiful. And it's they've Vic, never, it's I've Vic been quite well built. It's what it's Vic quite well built. Yeah, but what they don't know is that they're on like night security, <laughs> and so we just thought that um, we would uh, hire security yeah. in the way yeah, of yeah, yeah. having friends just come and the stay, one that Mr. Swallow's really based on double hard bars. Did I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. with that voice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, don't worry about that. It's just a case of me coming round and cuddling you and um, uh, hello. Okay, uh, last question. Um, what? Uh, just a quick one. What's mm. life all about? For me personally, well, I think it's about. I mean, ultimately about. And I accept I'm in a very privileged position in terms of I am lucky to do something that I love. Mm. But that that, that feels yeah. good to be able to do something. You know. For your work, yeah. something you get paid for, yeah. to be able to to do that and it actually also be the thing that you really love. And you get to meet so many people. Yeah. That's good. And you get to meet different people for every new bit of the job, really. You know, every project you sort of take on, you end up meeting new so people. So I guess life is about work. Is that what you're saying? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's bad, isn't it? Um, no, but it's on. But, it, well, it's about being happy. It's about being happy. It's yeah. about being happy. It's about doing things And because happy. work, obviously, inevitably, part of your life has to be about yeah. work, to be able to, for that bit, which usually is the bit that's like, oh, God, work. And don't get me wrong, I've been in jobs, even acting jobs, where it sometimes yeah. felt like work. But, you know, prior to then temping and doing yeah. all sorts, you know, that that has properly felt like work, work. But to be at a stage now where it's sort of like, oh, yeah, mm. I really love that. It's great fun. I don't want to get too trite, but I am right. trying to find the joy. If you'll allow me to be serious for a mm. second, I'm trying to find the joy in ev- in little things. So yes. when I have to go for a run, I don't. I say you don't have to go for a run. You want to go for a run because you're lucky to use your body. Yes, and you can go in the park. Aren't yes. you lucky? And then you reframe it, and it really does help. Oh, it completely does. Yeah. Um, Becca and I were discussing because she's on maternity leave at the moment. Yeah, from teaching. So she's obviously been doing a lot with Annie, especially if I've been filming or at work or something and um, or writing. And um, occasionally, not that I would kind of get like, but, you know, at the end of a day and the kids are going to spend emptying the dishwasher, we try and sort of reframe it as like, oh, I'm lucky to be yeah. emptying the dishwasher because, yeah. you know, I've been, you know, I've not had to deal with like a baby like yeah, all day. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. like, so we kind of try and reframe yeah. that sort of way. But also thinking about castings. Uh, not at the moment because obviously all the strikes. But, and good luck to them. And good luck to them. <laughs> good luck to them, yeah. Um, um, rather than thinking, oh, I'm nervous yeah. about an audition or something, try and just change the word nervous to excited. Yeah, that's what Jimmy Carr does and he's done all right. Oh, does he? Yeah, apparently. I th- uh, I could have made that up though. N- well, no, it sounds that sounds quite <laughs> yeah, positive. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know if I'm making stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with this podcast. Um, thank you so much. It's so nice to talk to thank you. Thank you. People go see your show. Oh yes, fifth uh, to the 9th of September. Yeah, at the Duke of York Theatre in London's West End. It comes around quicker than you think, and it will sell out. So if you don't get your ticket, you're a fucking mug. Do you mind saying that into the microphone? Um, <laughs> If you could possibly be kind enough to buy a ticket, it would be much appreciated. If you don't, yes, you are fucking welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
that was Nick Mohammed. What a nice guy. Very grounded, very lovely, very real, very funny. Uh, do go see his show, The Very Best and Worst of Mr. Swallow, at the Duke of York's Theatre. And you can buy tickets right now if there's any left. His show is on from the 5th to the 9th of September. And you can get tickets from berksnest.com forward slash Nick. And you can buy my book. I don't know if I've mentioned it. It's called What's That Lady Doing? Full Starts and Happy Endings. It was out yesterday. Oh, I'm scared what mummy's going to say. Might be able to still get signed copies from Waterstones. Uh, you can get them from, of course, all the usual places. You can get the Audible one. That's for your ears. And you should buy a couple of copies because I think once you've read it, you're going to think, that blew me away. I need to get one for Colin or whoever's close to you. Okay, love you. Thank you. Bye.